Yo, we are back with another episode of Lion Ryan, and uh, I'm really happy to be here. I want to know your feedback on how you felt about the first episode. The first episode was really, for me, it was more like an introduction, and it gave you like a gauge of how absolutely crazy I am. You know what I mean? It, it showed you like... <laughs> Ryan, you a little bit loopy. You know what I'm saying? This episode, I just want you guys to know like what we're gonna have in the future, what's gonna go down, and how I like to how I like to explain myself when it comes to the things that are surrounding me, whether it's regular social stuff, work stuff, personal stuff. It matters. And you guys matter and your voices matter. I think that um I want to start off with my Q&A today. This question is from at Jeremy Pantoja. And that's J-E-R-E-M-Y-P-A-N-T-O-J-A. And he asked me, do you suffer from imposter syndrome? And if so, how do you cope? So uh, in the last episode, basically what I was telling people, I was giving you guys tips on what imposter syndrome is, which is basically people who don't believe in themselves. Like you feel like you're doubting your abilities, like you're a fraud or something. Like it comes to high achieving people or people who just know that they're really good, but you doubt yourself disproportionately. Like you don't even understand how powerful and how smart and how genuine and how unique you are and how you can deliver things in a way that other people don't want to or they will never try. So imposter syndrome, basically, it, it's for people who find it difficult to accept that they're good. So they don't show the world that they're good. They kind of dumb themselves down. So Jeremy's question was, do you suffer from imposter syndrome? And if so, how do you cope? And my answer for you, Jeremy, is hell no. Okay, because why? I've had it for way too long. I grew up, and although... My household was supportive. I feel like in a certain community of people, you don't know how to show your kid like, wow, I'm really proud of you. Oh, wow, I'm really going to support you. And it's not only the parents. Like, adults didn't only do it to me. It was my peers. Like, they already expected me to be good. So it's not like I was, like, celebrated. And that's where this comes in, where we have to understand, we have to celebrate ourselves. Like every single thing that you do, you have to be like, damn, I can't believe I just did that. I mean, the smallest things, the tiniest things. We're not only talking about social media, but social media for me is very relevant. It's valid. It's part of my lifestyle and it's part of the way I make money. It's a part of the way I live. So I'm very knowledgeable on most things about social media. And this is where imposter syndrome kicks in because a lot of people don't want to post their talents. So um, I would say my way, yes, I did have it. No, I do not have it anymore. My moment of not having it anymore is when you have nothing to lose. You realize that everyone around you is doing what they have to do and no one's really paying attention to you. The people who are paying attention to you, it's only for a split second. So if you can gain their attention through your actions, your services, your business, your brand or your personality, and that is your goal, you're doing everything right. But you have to remember to show up for you. 
So what I did and how I got over my imposter syndrome was legit not giving a fuck. I stopped caring about what people thought about me and the work that I chose to do. I don't care how people view me. I don't care how people view my work. I know that what I put out, I try my best. It's quality work. I love what I do and I'm doing it without harming me or anyone around me. So that's the point of having a purpose. Once you perform in your purpose and you live in your purpose and you learn to love what you do unapologetically, you start to form a certain love for yourself. You start to form uh, this barrier, this shield. And what happens is you stop caring about what people think about you. I don't care. So I'm going to post because this is my brand and this is my business and you don't pay my bills. <laughs> Period. And uh, that's my way of coping. So my way of coping was I stopped caring. Second part of your question was, is there anything that helps you feel your worth? I mean, validation is a real thing. I would be a fool to say, hey, you know, every time I post, I don't care. I don't care how many likes I get. That's part of the world we live in. And I can respectfully understand that. But me knowing my worth came from me and no one else. It can't come from a therapist. It can't come from you getting a million likes. How many influencers do you know that have problems with self-image, who are insecure, who don't understand that they should love themselves before they love anybody else because they're so concerned with likes. Exactly. So, Jeremy, that's how I came into myself. That's how I came to know my worth. And that's how I understand myself. And that's how I understand how to navigate these spaces. And I'm never going to stop. It's cool for me. It's fun for me. And it's fun to watch your brand grow. It's really fun. So that's the answer to that, j Dog. You know, thank you for, uh, you know, checking in. So what we're going to do with these Q&As is I'm going to leave you guys a phone number and you're going to start leaving voicemails so I can answer your voicemail. Don't leave me no crazy voicemail about nasty stuff ever again. Okay, because I don't I don't want to hear about that. I don't want disgusting DMs. I told you guys to DM me cool stuff and I will answer you and shout you out. So thank you, Jeremy, for that. But anyway, this is Lion Ryan podcast episode two. And thank you for tuning in. If you're not familiar with the first episode, basically this podcast is just a safe space for me to use my voice as a vehicle to talk about the things that go on. Pop culture, regular culture overall, my community, LGBTQIA plus community, black people, black women specifically, what I care about. And also I want to tap into the things that you care about as well. I'm here to share my journey and my experiences with you and how I grew to be this beautiful butterfly that I am, who's still hood. Okay. I'm here to relate to you about all the things that matter, relationships, your goals, your dreams, how your journey's going, how your journey is unique and it's like no one else's and how it's okay to embrace where you are right now in life. You know what I mean? But um, I had a little, a little topic. I put up a story yesterday on social media and it was just a joke. Like I was joking around. But basically I put up a little um, story that said when he says, He's straight, but he hangs out with his best friend every day after he tucks the kids in. Now, 
I ain't going to hold you. How many times have you been, and this is for my hetero women or women who date men, period, and have these close relationships with men. How many times have you had that feeling like, hmm, what he's doing is real sus. Like, there's, I'm not talking about gay bashing. I'm not talking about anything wrong with gay men. I'm talking about how you can lead a full household, have a full house, kids, wife, you proposed to your wife, bought her a house, bought her a crib, rings, jewelry, you pay all her bills, and you still won't tell her you're, you're gay. Like, you won't tell her about your sexuality. You won't even tell her if you once dealt with men. Now, this is a question I have for y'all. If there's a man dealing with a woman and he wants, you know, got his dick sucked a little bit, like for, for seven years straight or something, what if he got his dick sucked once? The question is, do you tell your new partner that you used to like men or you still like men? And is there a barrier? Like, is there a threshold? Like, do you have to tell your wife if she's your partner and you want to spend the rest of your life with her? And you know, all right, I'm not going to cheat. Do you tell her like, babe, I used to get my dick sucked or I want my dick sucked? Wait, do you tell her I used to do the bending or I was getting bent over? Like, do you say that to her or do you just let it float away and disappear? Because my thing is like, if you love someone, you never know what is going to come to the light. So you might as well tell them your truth. Also, your past is your past. But my biggest thing, and this is where the controversy came in because a lot of men were like, yo, that's OD. Don't say that because now my baby mama is going to get ideas thinking I'm gay. No, 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 bruh. Now I know you gay because you're in my DMs telling me to take down my story about closeted gay men living heterosexual lives with babies and children and wives. Everybody at her job thinks you're not gay. Her family thinks you're not gay. And you're living a secret life as if you're not gay. So why are you in my DMs? I don't want you, bro. And I don't care if you did suck a couple dicks. Like, if you did, that's your business. But that's not something that you should be leading these women on with. Saying these are your best friends and these are your bros when you really giving them the pole. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't be doing that, bro. You can't be doing that. So next story time, I'm going to tell y'all about how I was in a relationship with a man. And I found out that he got his dick sucked a couple times. You know what I'm saying? Did I hold it against him? No. Am I ashamed to, to talk about it? No. And I will not disclose his information because he's a great guy. But I had that shit happen to me. And if I would have never gone through his phone, I would have never known that he was getting his dick sucked. So I'm just saying, I don't agree with you being a hetero presenting man and you live in this life and you're not telling your woman, your partner who's giving her all to you and, and whatever, in whatever way. And you just sitting here making believe you not out here on these apps, just giving it up. 
because that's not fair. And I'm not saying it's any different if you're cheating on your woman with a with a, a girl. I'm not saying there's any difference. What I am saying is we deserve to know as a woman, not me. I ain't dating none of y'all, bro. I don't even care. I ain't dating none of y'all. But what I'm saying is women deserve to know if their thug daddy husband, this super brolic, do-rag wearing dude is out here fucking niggas. That's really it. I hope I shared enough with you. Um, These episodes are very short. So my question for you for next episode is one, what do you want to ask me? Leave me some Q&A so I can answer. And guess what? I'm going to shout you out. And number two, how do you feel about them niggas in the closet that's leading these whole hetero lives and they ain't really about that life? That's not cool. Also, if you need any tips on social media, how to navigate your space, you can DM me and ask me any questions you want. But also, feel free to connect in email. Um, we're going to have a voicemail where you can just leave your stuff and and please ask me about all type of information. I'm talking about relationship stuff. Been there, done that. Okay, I'm talking about. Um, getting to know yourself better, loving on yourself. Stop putting people before you. We could talk about that too. We can talk about all of this stuff because guess what? On Lion Ryan, I hold nothing back. Thank you for listening. This is Lion Ryan. Y'all were thinking it. I just said it. Now tell me I'm lying.